0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 15 of Front and Center. While a lot of time and effort goes into user interfaces, user experience, and what happens functionally in the user's browser, it's important to take the time to consider the length of cable and airwaves between your website's host and your visitor's browser. Even casual web users are often aware of the little lock symbol in the address bar that accompanies a secure HTTPS page. There's been a push in the last few years for increased awareness of security on the internet, and it's a great indicator that things are on the level for a website. When you're doing online banking, dealing with sensitive documents, or more, that little lock provides a sense of actual security. What's going on behind the scenes, though, and what makes the big difference between plain old HTTP connection and its more secure, sexy sibling HTTPS. While a lot of the nuances and implementation may seem more tied to the back-end of web development, having at least a solid grasp of the concept is crucial for front-end designers and developers alike. Let's start with the role of both, and what issues arise when we rely on just HTTP. When you hit enter on google.com, a few specific things happen. First, your browser searches DNS for the IP address associated with that particular domain name. If you filled out a search or other kind of form, that data is sent alongside to the server, waiting at the other end of the IP address. That server then responds, sending web pages, media, or other forms of data, depending on the request. It's also possible that it requests resources to be sent from multiple locations like spreading multiple images across a diverse content delivery network to minimize load times for your user. While HTTP is the protocol wiring that makes all this possible, it's also a problematic little enabler. The traffic in both directions, from browser to server and vice versa, is traveling in a very unprotected way. Anyone with a little bit of knowledge and access can view that information and copy it for themselves. Banking, passwords, and other secure topics are the first concerns raised by developers and users alike. Unprotected use of HTTP also opens the dangerous door of receiving altered resources on the return trip from the server to your browser. Without any sort of security concerns, even without sensitive data being exchanged, an attacker could drop extra unsavory bits of code or media into your browser with you none the wiser. So what's the big gain with HTTPS? Encryption. Encrypting the information passed both ways between browser and server makes every interaction substantially safer for all involved. Whether you're handing over your passport number or just browsing Reddit, an HTTPS connection ensures no one in between is seeing, or changing, the contents of your browsing. HTTPS is as reliable as it is thanks to the certificate-issuing authorities responsible for keeping records and identities up to date. While absolutely anyone can sign a security certificate and apply it to their own servers, modern browsers make sure to check how much actual weight that security holds. Self-signed certificates will, at best, alert the user to not being on an actually secure connection. At worst, the browser will block the page and alert the user to suspicious and potentially harmful deception, encouraging them not to visit the site in question at all. For a long time, HTTPS was the realm of banks and other professional industries. Industrious developers might add an extra layer of security on sign-in forms, but it was often a perk rather than a requirement. Things started changing in 2014, however when Google gave a big thumbs-up to HTTPS-enabled websites. Like many of their initiatives, Google had equal parts self-interest and public altruism in their transition to favoring fully HTTPS sites. A more secure internet benefited all parties equally, from an industry and user perspective. There were just two substantial hang-ups, though, the difficulty and the cost. Security and large industries like banking are known for many things. Cost and ease of use are very close to the bottom of that list. While the process of obtaining and maintaining a security certificate was reliable and hard to falsify, it was also difficult and expensive for your average non-corporation Joe. Once the doors opened on increasing use, though, prices and methods of acquisition became more mainstream. Many companies popped up to act as middlemen between consumers and the big, trusted certificate handlers. Another project has come into the light recently that puts an even better foot forward, called Let's Encrypt. It's a service provided by the Internet Security Research Group, and has some very particular and important tenets. Its certificates are free. They can be automatically acquired, confirmed, and renewed. They are every bit as secure as the existing providers and have completely open transparency of their records to the public. Above all, they are open and cooperative with their automatic issuance and renewal methods, encouraging the worldwide community to create services and ideas on top of their existing work. Let's Encrypt is backed by some very large names that ensure its high-quality and enduring status. Mozilla, Akami, the EFF, Facebook, and many more groups support the cause. I recently used Let's Encrypt to add security to my own hosting for my personal site, Lantizer.com, to FEC.FYI, and many other client sites I host. Having made similar efforts a couple years ago without their assistance, I can confidently say that Let's Encrypt has improved the process an endless amount. HTTPS is important for front-end specialists to pay close attention to, because we can often be the gatekeepers that make or break a successful implementation. As you assemble your next site, take a look at all the resources you're pulling. Are all of your external scripts coming from a secured connection? If you have images on a CDN, are they accidentally coming through on an HTTP connection? What sort of limitations does your ad network impose on you? A website that's 90% HTTPS secured isn't really secure at all. A user's browser will alert them immediately or completely block the offending requests if it detects an unsecured resource being called on an otherwise HTTPS specified page. Speaking of impeccable HTTPS websites, who's been watching the entries start coming in for the 10k apart competition this month? There's already a wide variety of really unique front-end projects, from games and CSS transformations to portfolios and complex poop emoji rain effects, people have already started showcasing some amazing tricks and ideas. Their competition runs through September 30th, and I highly encourage anyone who wants to enter to give it a good run. The web community is at its best when we're sharing and creating ridiculous ideas that end up more successful than anyone ever expected. Until next week, thanks for listening. This has been Chris Lantizer and Frontend Center.